0: hello all you gore fiends and horror hounds this is brett from dimension z joined as i am every week by greg of the dead how you doing man
1: doing pretty good how you doing
0: not too bad, just remember to write me down in the books.
1: Man, Uh, so I saw this around Halloween. Did you watch it when it came out too?
0: Yes, Um, it was just one of those random nights I'm perusing Shudder, and I'm like, what's on here? It's like, oh, VHS 99, I love 94, so I'll watch this one. And I I don't know, i have to rewatch 94 again, but I think this one might be my favorite.
1: I'm not sure, because I like the original VHS. I never saw any of the sequels until 94 and now 99.
0: Yeah, I saw the first one. I remember thinking it was like pretty okay. Then I didn't see any of like two or three or there was like a VHS viral or something, I think. And uh, yeah. 94 I saw and I love Ratma. Hell, Ratma. And this one almost brings them back in a little way. Did you see the little
1: nod to him? No, you have to point it out. Oh, yeah, I will. No, I didn't catch up, But yeah, I liked the original enough. The one creepy girl segment always got me. But then, it, then yeah. it, like I said, I never felt the need to go back. And then 94 was on Shutter, and so was this. So I watched them. I liked 94 a lot. I liked this one, too.
0: Yeah, and to bring up, tell him Steve Dave already. I remember Walt Flanagan was talking about how much he loved the second one. Because supposedly there's, like, an alien thing in it. So I do want to watch it at some
1: point. Yeah, I, I might. We'll see one day. If you ever force me to for the show, most likely.
0: Right. Oh, yeah, I want to do the rest of these at some point, because I do enjoy the series. As far as, like, an anthology series, they're very hit and miss, and this is also almost like a found footage type thing as well, so it's, like, two genres, like, taped together that don't exactly always work, but I like how they do it here.
1: I'll tell you what I think worked really well for this one is VHS, at least the ones I've seen, the wraparound is always really weak. They yeah. pretty much did no wrap around with this one. And honestly, it worked. Oh, I
0: love that it's just like, well, you remember. like, I'd be like, oh shit, um, Megadeth's going to be on Headbanger's Ball on VH1 as a replay. Let me pop in a tape to tape it so I can watch it later too. And you pop in like, well, I have two copies of Ghostbusters 2 co- uh, recorded, so I'll pop this one in. So it's like, uh, catch it up every once in a while, you're trying to like... Um, Stop the commercials and like get those out of there, so you hit like stop and record It's that second of like egon pops up or
1: something, yeah, exactly um so yeah v h s ninety nine from twenty twenty two I'm not bothering with the credits unless you have them
0: um, I do uh I don't know which one did which, but uh john Jonas Roberts flying lotus, I like that Tyler. Something, Maggie Levin, (laughs) Joseph Winner, Vanessa Winner, and that's it.
1: A lot of people.
0: Yes. Flying Lotus I like.
1: Pretty much the most we get for a wraparound is this like stop motion video (laughs) of someone playing with their army men that keeps coming back throughout the whole thing.
0: Did you ever do that when you were younger, like make the stop motion videos?
1: No, I did not. I don't think I had the tech to.
0: They're a lot of fun to make once you're done, but it'll take you, like, a two hours, and you'll be like, okay, we're done. And you have, like, 20 seconds.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's why I never bothered with it. I was impatient back then, too.
0: Yeah, that's before. It's like, that's like right before you're it's like, oh, look, girls are a thing.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but so we get to the army men, and then we kick into our first segment, which is the shredding, the band segment.
0: Oh. And it's pretty awesome. Also, there's gratuitous Ryan Dunn in this opening thing for some reason. It's like the old CKY tapes that I have. And it's just his segments in it, where there's a couple like him getting clothesline in the goalie net on the bike. That's classic. That shows up in Jackass and everything. I want to know how they got to just use Ryan Dunn clips.
1: I think it's supposed to be a play on, like, CKY, like, back when bands in the late 90s, early 2000s all wanted to do the thing where they also made, like, these weird jackass videos. Yeah. So, it makes perfect sense. But, yeah, so, it's, I literally have in my notes, skating slash jackass montage.
0: But it's also, like, when you were in middle school and you tried to, like, do jackass stuff, but it's the weakest shit ever. Like, you threw, like, a piece of trash at your friend and he's like, whoa!
1: <laughs> I don't know. We had a couple of concussed friends from ours. So ours were pretty bad.
0: Yeah. Well, our, the uh, best one we ever did was we duct tape my friend's, like, little brother. He was probably like nine at the time to a pillar in the basement. And at first he's all laughing and stuff, but we left him up there for like half an hour. So he's like yelling and being like, I'm going to tell. And then we we're like, well, we're going to leave you up there longer if you're just going to tell us uh, on us anyway.
1: <laughs> but that's mean.
0: There's a tape of that out there somewhere. I don't know where it is.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But this band, Rack, is going to break into this old venue, the Colony Underground. And three years ago, there was an electrical fire, and everyone ran out, and only the band died. They were trampled by everyone running away.
0: Yeah, and they're being very, like, because they're, um, they're working on getting there, and they keep making fun of the drummer, I think, because he's, like, kind of, afraid of it and he doesn't want to mess around with spirits like you can kind of tell he's spiritual and believes in something because too he grabs like the sacred herbs or whatever to throw at him Um, yes but they're like going down the stairs and stuff they're like whoa like this is where they got trampled like imagine how cool it would be to trample a person it's like all this weird dumb shit kids say
1: yeah and look i i always have a soft spot for decently done band stuff in movies you know this oh, isn't yeah. bad this is legit you know the kind of venues that it would be very not up to fire code <laughs> you go down a bunch of stairs into some like basically bedroom sized venue yeah this lines up
0: oh yeah i've definitely on the other side being in the audience been in some very sketchy venues where it's like Yeah, it's either in someone's extremely cramped basement, and there's way too many people in there, or it's like, oh, several people got stabbed in this location before. It's like, oh, that's cool. Now, looking back, you're like, I probably shouldn't have been there.
1: No, you need to have been there. Yeah, I had to. But the band who died, we kind of get their montage video that they had. Like, it's a, you know, like a underground videotape of them that they would hand out at shows like them being interviewed and scenes of them playing and stuff. They're called bitch cat. They're basically like a riot girl style band. I think it's really cool to be honest.
0: Oh yeah. It's really cool. But I also love it just plays up the nostalgia of like being that age because they're all like rebellious and being like, take daddy's money and give it to us. Like shove it up your ass. Like I don't want to conform. (laughs)
1: What makes you special? Because we're not put together by a label. Yeah, that's what everybody says. That doesn't make you special, but I still like it. It's very on the nose and very accurate for what it would be. It's a lot of fun. Yeah.
0: And we get the chanting. We get the song that will come back later. And we get the chanting,
1: too. Yeah, the chanting right before they go on, they have like a huddle and they go, play or die, play or die, and that'll come back. And so they're in the place, the new band, and they're... The drummer, like you said, is not into it at all. They find the burn-up gear from that night. I guess they never bothered to clean it up And a melted boot again. You'd think this would have been, like, scraped off there, but I guess not.
0: That's a little bit of the wackiness in the VHS series that you have to get over a little bit. You almost have to remind yourself, like, oh, yeah, it's kind of wacky and, like, out there. But if you just let yourself go with it, it's fine. It's fun. Oh, yeah. Like, of course, the Melted Boot's still there. And they're, they're like, obsessed with this band. So the one guy's like, oh, yeah, I think that's the bassist boot. She wore boots like that. The other one's like, they all wore boots. What do you know?
1: <laughs> all right, here's where they walk around the corner, and the drummer's gear is all set up. He's like, oh, what the hell? And they just snuck his gear in and set it up and everything. Like, oh, we're going to play. We're going to play. And, like, okay. And they go to start playing, and... This is actually really cool, because they start going, and the rest of the band, besides the drummer, just freezes and starts, like, convulsing and everything, he's freaking out, and it's a prank, obviously, and he's all pissed and storms away. Learn how to take a fucking joke, Spice
0: Boy! because he, like, like, gets up from his drums, he's like, okay, guys, it's not funny, like, I know you're just messing with me, and they're doing, like, the evil dead, like, neck thing, and he's like, come on, guys! And then it goes finally to, like, ah, we got you, like, oh, that was perfect timing, man!
1: He he takes off, he's all pissed, and while he's off, they are doing, look, even if you don't believe in ghosts, I still wouldn't test it this much, they're reenacting the trampling with, like, dummies they set up with, like, jello in the heads and everything, it looks like a trauma movie all of a sudden.
0: It's insane, yeah, why is this part of this? Like, I get, like, you're trying to be, I guess, punk rock and stuff, but, like, it's also, like, you love this band, so why are you doing this? I don't know. Also, it looks like you're like it looks like you're a bunch of twelve year olds like, oh we got mom and dad's jello. <laughs> get the <laughs> blow up dolls. And if you notice too, each of the blow up dolls has the hair color of the member of the band. So they sat there and colored the hair of the blow up dolls to take with them.
1: Yeah, it's nice attention to detail. Yeah. Right then you get a bunch of feedback and get off my fucking stage, which was one of their parts of one of their songs but i thought that was like the coolest like woo ghost thing that you could have in this scenario oh it was awesome and perfect timing i loved it and then the one guy is pulled up to the ceiling and blended up and all of his innards and guts are dropped back down
0: this is another one i forget Oh, I think it was um, Terrifier 2 that they used, like, the same bunch of worms and, like, few bugs over and over again because it was the same amount in a few different scenes. I feel like they use the same pile of guts over and over again in this anthology.
1: They might. I don't know. But, yeah, probably. But then Zombie Bitchcat comes in and they're all burned up and trampled and everything and they rip the one guy apart, which pretty awesome looking. Like, they corner him and pull his, like, guts out... Probably the repeat guts, like you were saying. And they corner the drummer who's all nervous earlier, and he throws his... What did you call them? Oh, it's like, um... Like, sacred spices.
0: It's like, a Magical herbs kind of thing. Of It's like the, uh... I don't know. The, oh, this will send you back. Like, it's like the, the witchcraft type stuff.
1: Yeah, and it melts the one who's right there. And the girl singer of the new band is chased and she's ripped apart and I love she's ripped apart off camera but you see like pieces of her being thrown back and then the one goes and starts like putting her back together like a jigsaw puzzle like from all the pieces that are being thrown out.
0: Yeah they start playing with the body.
1: Yep, yeah, I mean very much so because the next scene is the dismembered <laughs> band like put back together up on stage like playing like their Chuck E. Cheese animatronics.
0: Yeah, which is pretty funny because they all—they all, sound really bad and it's like a callback to earlier when they're like, well, we're going to sound horrible because we haven't practiced in two months. Like, you're going to do, like, release this tape and stuff, I guess, to try to, like, make yourself look big and cool. At least try to put a little bit into it, unless you're going to go with the Sid Vicious route of, like, I can't play my instrument. I'm just a mess up here.
1: Yeah, no one wants to be that route.
0: No. Because he only lasted until 21. (laughs) Exactly. During, like, you see, like, the zombie punk band show up. And I could imagine if Danzig owned this on VHS, it would be, like, that part would just be, like, completely wound down and, like, almost erased because it kept being, like, watched over and over again because he's just jerking off to it, just being like, this (laughs) is what I am. That's us. (laughs) Jerry's like, "Uh, Danzig, please, sir. Like... (laughs) No, look! That's us for zombies! It's like, I know, yeah, horror punk, yeah! <laughs> Hyper moments!
1: <laughs> but yeah, that's the end of our first segment. We get some more tor- toy soldier bullshit.
0: I think this toy soldier bullshit part is um where Ratma comes in. Because isn't this oh. where like the giant Cyclops thing is attacking those little soldiers?
1: I mean, it's one of them. I didn't write down what was going on in any of them.
0: And the rat monster comes and takes a couple of them and they're like get the rat monster and it runs off to like and then goes into the next segment
1: oh okay I didn't even realize that might be that
0: yeah I, I was that has to be a not to ratma but
1: the next one's the sorority pledge segment
0: yeah which is interesting it gets better as it actually gets into like the end of it and whatnot but the beginning of it just seems so like it's the new girl at college, and she's like uh not quite in the popular clique, and she has her like nerdy friend with her, and she's like, I'm gonna pledge to the popular girl sorority, and I'm gonna suicide pledge. That's the only one I'm gonna pledge to. And she was like making a video for them.
1: Yeah, it's called a suicide bid where it's she only like applies to one and so she doesn't get it, she can't be at any, but like it's a. Uh... I don't know. I wasn't in any of this stuff. No, I remember
0: uh, being in middle school and we visited my one cousin in college. And I had like, of course I'm obsessed with animal house. So I'm just like, Oh, why are you in like a fraternity? He's like, no, like it's not like animal house fraternity guys are usually like douchebags with pop collars. I was like, Oh, he's like, yeah, there's no Bluto.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But she's got to leave her nerdy roomie behind and, she's like, they'll let one of us in, like, all these underhanded, like, comments to her, and then it cuts to her at the mausoleum with the sorority, and they're like, we like how you only bid to join our sorority, and they tell her the story of a girl who, during her pledge, had to be buried alive, but when they went to go dig her up the next day, she wasn't there, they think she crawled the whole way down to hell.
0: Well, yeah, because they show up at, like, the graveyard in the mausoleum, and, like, she's all drunk, they got her all drunk, because she has, like, looks like one of those $5, like, fists of whiskey, and she's, like, chugging it and, like, falling all over the place. And they're all like, woohoo! Like, oh, you're so cute! Like, look at you go, girl!
1: Dude, that seems to be the worst occasion to be that drunk with, because I'm just pictured like, if you puke or piss in that coffin, you're stuck there. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, so her thing is, like, and now you're gonna have to do it, and she has to stay in this coffin all night. And they take her to the graveyard. I don't know why they're doing this in an actual graveyard. I get why for the story, but in reality, you could do this anywhere. But yeah, they take her there, and here's it's her. So rules. funny
0: because they run up, they're like all giggling and stuff still, and they run up to the grave like uh, plot where it's like six feet down, and they shine the light in, and you see the coffin, and everything goes like a second ago. Everyone was laughing, and I was like dead silent, and she's just staring at it like, oh shit, this is actually happening. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I wouldn't want to do it either. I'm not even claustrophobic, but I'm just thinking, like, what if the dirt breaks it? It just has, like, one of those little plexiglass crosses, like, for the face there. What if it starts raining? Yeah, it's like, um, what what movie did we do? Black Sunday. How you can see the face in the coffin and everything. Yeah, exactly. But her rules are she has to stay in it all night. She has a cord that's attached to a bell up top she can ring to get out early. But if she does, she loses. She doesn't join the sorority. And she's also given a box by the one girl. She's like, when you're at your most scared and you feel like you're going to ring that bell, open this. Like, it's going to help her somehow, she's told.
0: Immediately, you have to be like, what the fuck? Bullshit. Like, what's going to be in here that's going to make me happy that I'm in a coffin?
1: I have no idea. Maybe, like, extra air? (laughs) I don't know. An oxygen (gasps) mask? A little phone with Netflix on it or something to keep you occupied?
0: Oh, no, it would have to be a C... A, like, my five-inch black-and-white CRT TV comes out. And then a whole VCR. Fuck, they didn't put a tape in here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but she's buried, and she's in there for quite a while, and it starts raining up top. no. Yeah, a little bit up top. Yeah. But then but nothing bad, yeah, just a little bit. But then you see lights and someone walking towards them, they're like, Oh shit, like someone's coming to investigate what's going on out here. They're like, If they find out we're doing a hazing prank, we're gonna be shut down. So they take the bell, so like even she pulls on the cord now it won't make any noise and they run, they're like, We'll come back for her.
0: Yeah, because at this point, she's been in the coffin, and, like, she started to freak out, then she calmed herself back down, then she was about to, like, pull the bell again, because they were, like, doing the three knocks at top up top, and then she's like, okay, am I most scared? I'll open it, and she opens it, and it's, like, a bunch of spiders, of course, and she, like, smushes one of them, and it's, like, a handful of guts come out of it, like, it's all disgusting, and she's just like, "Ah." <laughs>
1: Oh yeah, that that happened before they ran away because she does start ringing yeah. the bell and they're laughing. I think they're about to dig her up there, but that's when the person comes. They take the bell and run away.
0: Yeah, that's they all start like screaming and dancing, and they're like, "What do we do about her?" They're like, "We'll come back later." Which this is at like ten because there's a little time thing at the corner. This is like ten fifteen. This happens, and then they drop the camera and it sits there recording all night. And then it's like six a.m. They come back.
1: Yeah, you couldn't, like, the guy's not gonna stay there all night, you could've came back
0: later. Yeah, or just hide behind her tombstone, Why wait for them to leave, then run back up and save her.
1: Yeah, the coffin starts leaking, like, real bad at this point, like, it's running in and everything, and I don't think this is a real coffin either, so I have no idea the structural integrity it has. Yeah,
0: which already, you're like, you're already buried alive. It's almost like, how could this get worse? And the coffin starts (laughs) leaking.
1: But then, like, she hears a noise outside the coffin and, like, something knocking almost on it. And then the scary girl from the story, like, breaks <laughs> in, like, the glasses, like, they're screaming at her. She's screaming. And it's an old zombified-looking girl, you know.
0: Well, it, a spirit Halloween costume breaks in and starts attacking her.
1: <laughs> yeah. It comes into the coffin with her and then camera cut. And then, like you said, next morning all the girls come back and... It's not even like they look down and see the casket. They look down into the giant swimming pool that they have now dug.
0: They're like, oh shit. Like the one like is like, I'm going to puke and like goes away. Um, One of them jumps in to check because she's like, we have to check. And then she pops back up. It's like, there's no one in there. And another one jumps in. Also to note, she jumps in with like a full letterman jacket on, which they're fucking giant, heavy and extremely expensive. Toss that off real quick and then jump in. Because also, because when she gets back out, she has like a Tor Johnson issue getting out of the grave.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if you just think that you're, hey, you just murdered somebody, you're probably not considering that at the time, though.
0: No. But they dive in and they're like, no one's in there. And they immediately talk, they jump to like, uh, what's the zombie's name?
1: Oh, I don't remember. Oh,
0: Guillotine. (laughs) Guillotine got her. It's like, Okay, well, maybe she broke out herself and went running away. Why do you immediately jump to the supernatural? Yeah, that's what I
1: would assume, honestly, if there's no body in there.
0: Like, maybe the person that came to investigate found her, because it's not like they stuck around to see what happened.
1: Yeah, they're not waiting for you. No. But they do a the typical, I know what you did last summer, we never speak of this again, and they all walk off, and they turn yes. the camera off at that point. And then sometime later they all wake up in coffins not <gasps> together like they, they're all buried in separate coffins and they'd <sighs> be so
0: funny if they're all crammed in the same coffin <laughs> <laughs> the main girl shows back up and it's like i made a deal with guillotine that i would bring her all the sorority girl's souls and they would change for mine and then the spirit halloween costume shows back up
1: <laughs> correct Hey guys, today's episode of the podcast is brought to you by W Energy. Are you still drinking your energy drinks out of a can? Stop that. This is the way to go now. W Energy Drink has no sugar, no calories, no artificial colors, none of that bad stuff, just the good stuff you want. Where can they go to get this, Brett? They're
0: going to go to dubbyenergydrink.com and use the promo code ThrobbingWithHorror to get 10% off. Throbbing with Horror is all one word. If you don't know how to spell it, look at what you're listening to.
1: And you know, take away the spaces. Yeah, go ahead, check that out. You need, you know, maybe you're tired right now. You're like, man, I don't know if I can make it through this whole episode. Boom, W Energy. And now back to the Army Men.
0: Yes, oh, sir. The the opening one is actually pretty funny too, because he's going around. He's like, you guys, stop posing, because they're all doing the same pose. It's like, you stop sleeping on the tank. He's like, I'm not sleeping. <laughs>
1: The next one, I think, is the one that feels most 99 to me.
0: Yes, because it's it uh, reminds me of, I believe it's what, all that.
1: I was thinking Legends right? of the Hidden Temple.
0: Oh, Legends of the Hidden Temple. I used to watch Slime Time Live all the time, and it reminded me of that era as well. Just I just mean, like, it's
1: all of those shows rolled into one, yeah.
0: Kids loved slime.
1: Yeah, like, and, like, weird obstacle course game shows with a wacky host to win ambiguous prizes. Oh,
0: I love Slime Time Live so much. you see that green goop, like, get dumped on people. It's, like, the greatest day in the world.
1: Now this is Ozzy's Dungeon. And I noticed, like, Ozzy it's filled with three Zs. I just wish it was just a show hosted by Ozzy Osbourne and they got him and it would have been funny.
0: Sharon!
1: <laughs> but the the prize for this I caught they're like the winner's wish will be granted no like million dollars or anything even no just whatever no. you wish for will be granted by Ozzy if you complete the obstacle course
0: yeah it's really ambiguous like that yeah it's not like oh any wish you want it's like don't don't have the sick kid come in
1: yeah but it starts with a big pool of kids and it's narrowed down to the final two to compete in the obstacle course race and if they can beat the timer. And the host is being an absolute dick to this girl Donna who's made it. And her mom's definitely noticing oh, too. But she's like, shit. yeah, we drove all the way here from Detroit. He goes, what, couldn't afford to fly? Ha
0: ha ha! Yeah, and the mom's just staring daggers at him. I love the mom. Do you know who the host is? I just learned this, this second. No. Stephen Aug. Trevor from wow. Grand Theft Auto Five.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I had had no some, idea. He had a recurring part in Walking Dead too, if I'm remembering right. Yes, he did. Okay, I I I know Steven Ogg. I watched this. I didn't make that connection until you just told me.
0: No, because he's so done up in uh, the makeup and stuff. And even when he's bald, I'm not used to seeing a bald Trevor.
1: <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he's like, and he gives a high five to one kid, and Donna puts her hand up for a high five, and he doesn't. The mom's just angry, glaring at him. Yeah. And then the obstacle course. It's like an anatomy thing for part of it. Like, you start, you have your hands tied together. You get the key out of this rock. You climb up this, you come down here, you search for the flag, you climb up the, and test the stuff, the guts, and you come out the poop chute and all this kind of stuff. Oh,
0: you have to dig in the giant nose to get the boogers out. Like, I remember that was one of the ones I would watch. It'd be like giant nose time.
1: Yes, <laughs> <laughs> but the it's on and she's doing great. Like she's yeah. beating this other kid for sure. She's making it almost the whole way to the end. And, She's coming out of this tunnel, and the other kid, like, pushes her forward or something, not, like, maliciously, like they're both trying to go, but her leg just, like, snaps, like, bone out on the end of this tunnel. And they rewind it, like, five (laughs) times on the tape to show you.
0: And the host is, like, such a dickhead because he's like, oh, she got a boo-boo. You're okay. Like, rub that off. You're fine. Keep going. And she's, like, dragging herself, screaming and bleeding. It's like a trail of blood behind her. She's like, 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 the mom is, like, standing up. Like, the mom's standing up, going insane, like the husband and, like, the other, like, uh, child's holding her back. Like, let me get at him! And then,
1: like, She's like, stop it. Like, the countdown's still going on. He's still hosting. Like, nothing happened or anything. <laughs> and, like I said, they just keep rewinding to the leg break. I'm like, what the hell is this? And then it cuts to who's rewinding it. And it's Donna's mom sometime in the future rewinding it back to it. And the who's what's the host's name? Uh, it's just Host. Oh, okay. Host.
0: She's playing it on a beautiful CRT TV slash VCR combo. I can close my eyes and see it in my dreams. One day I will have one.
1: But he, he wakes up in, like, this basement with a poorly reconstructed version of his set with him. And
0: oh, it's like if Jigsaw put it together. I mean, it's not
1: bad, but it's bad. I mean,
0: it's, it's it's like torture. It's like the Slime Time Live set, but it's all razor blades and, like, shit.
1: Yeah, and... the. He wakes up in a cage he's naked he does is, was he wearing a wig do I see his wig sitting out there the whole time
0: yeah because he has hair during his host segments now he's in the uh thing bald
1: <laughs> and I his think underwear. wig hanging outside the cage
0: he's in his tidy whities
1: yeah and oh. Donna is wheeled out in a wheelchair and they show him her leg yeah she's goth now this has turned her into a goth
0: now she's depressed like she went from like the eager teenager or like probably not even teenager if she's being on like slime time live type show yeah yeah now she's all just gothed out like all she listens to is the cure
1: and she's weird like do you remember her i don't know her She was on your show we have a lot of kids on the show like how about now and she shows them the leg and it i look I've seen broken legs before, Brett. What the hell happened to this?
0: It looks like it's rotting off.
1: Yeah, it's like I don't know what's it like. It looks like dog shit. The mom's yelling, and like I don't know what happened to it. Is it does it have gangrene? Like what's going on here?
0: Yeah, the like it's because the sh- because their whole thing is that they signed a waiver, so the show wasn't held uh, responsible for the injury. But you didn't take her to a hospital, you just immediately, like, took her to Hot Topic and then the basement?
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly! But uh, tell him, like, you designed an unwinnable challenge, like, no, someone came close before the show was cancelled, so the show's off the air now, but in all the time, no one ever won.
0: It's also great, too, because, well, it's, Mom's sitting there on, on a chair right beside her, and then she starts, like, Having a hot flash or something, and she like takes her shirt off. So now she's just sitting there in like a bra and like lounge pants. And then like when the host segment starts, she puts on like a pink um vest.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but I don't the know. mom
0: starts like waving acid in his face, and she's like, "What the fuck is that?"
1: <laughs> well, if he doesn't do it, she's gonna dump the acid on him and shit like that, and inject his eyes with it.
0: No, but that's like his uh. His reaction, he keeps being like, What is that? Because at first it looks like pee.
1: I thought it was piss, too. <laughs> yeah. But they make him participate in a twisted version of the game. Like they're having him getting stabbed with a helmet with knives. Like we saw this in the game part earlier. And then what, the what catch did that say? dude.
0: Remember, Junior, I t- promised you a Sega Genesis if you did this for me.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, dude, it was the 90s. I'd be doing this too.
0: <laughs> God, play Sonic.
1: Exactly. Is that
0: the right console? Yes.
1: Sonic with Sega. You're right. Awesome. Look at me. (laughs) And then, like, they make him catch raw meat in his mouth for the food toss part and everything. And Donna's throwing it at him, but not well enough. And I'm like, no! That's not how you do it! And she takes the raw meat from her and, like, smearing it on his face and everything. Oh,
0: because, like, yeah, she's throwing it and it's, like, hitting him in the chest and the mom's yelling at him, like, catch it in your mouth! He's like, I'm trying! crying (laughs) yeah then she smears like it looks like chicken i'm guessing like they set out or something because it's all slimy because yeah she rubs it on his face and he pukes all over himself and then they're disgusted by that
1: (laughs) (laughs) and then he has to do the obstacle course which is where donna broke her leg and they put the time on the clock and everything and they make him go only she gives a tour of the obstacle course and the poop shoot is legit shit in this one
0: because he asked the obvious question of like what's the brown stuff and she's like it ain't chocolate batter
1: (laughs) dude i mean i'm trying to picture what i'd even think if i was in this situation i'd probably ask the dumb question too because i wouldn't want to admit it to myself just hoping there's some other answer as to what that is
0: that's just mud right like if if i got all muddy i'd sure would be like embarrassed
1: But they make him run the torture version of the obstacle course, and he does pretty well, to be honest.
0: He's, like, trying to talk himself out of it. He's like, I'm a fecal filiac. I would love to go in there. Like, no, this isn't torture. No, it's torture or a clean bath.
1: (laughs) He does it though. He makes it, but I can't tell, and I've watched this twice. Does he make it at the end and they lie to him, or does he not make it? He makes it by, like, a
0: second. But he's not. Also, though, he doesn't didn't go all the way out of like the poop shoot part. He's still laying on it. So I think if he kept going, he might have made it. Either uh, way, like I think they're he's to hit or something.
1: Yeah, they're not going to let him go.
0: And this is where you would think the segment would really kind of end, where like, oh, they kill him and torture him and that's it. It takes like a fucking left turn out of nowhere. Because
1: yeah, the mom's about to inject his eyes with the acid. He goes, "Wait, I know where he is. I can take you to Ozzy," and like. What the? For real, I can get you in. So the I guess they still have the studio set up and everything, and they go there and they get in. Here's my question, Brett. This show has been shut down, right?
0: Yes. Yeah. It's off the air. Um. Yeah. It's done. Even before that, why was it a show if what's in the
1: back is in the back? Exactly. That's what's gonna get. If a kid won this and went back there, were they going to show this on national television? (laughs) Like, okay,
0: little Susie, ask it your wish. And it's like the lady from Slither that has all the worms in her.
1: (laughs) But they go back this, like, Jurassic Park door that opens, and the lady who was there during the show holding a torch is just holding a torch at all times, I guess, and lets them in.
0: The giant muscle lady? Yeah, I love that she came back. It almost, like, reminds you of a different version of, like, Xena.
1: Yeah, I think it was like that American Gladiators are going for something like that, too, because they're going to yeah. all these type of shows in here. and oh, yeah. They let the family in, and they go back to see Ozzy, and it's... I, I don't know if it's a guy or a woman, but an extremely large... I'm not sure if I can use the word person not to be mean. I don't know if it's supposed to be a person. Like, creature... Yeah, like, laying there, like, surrounded by its followers, I guess, and they're like, go on, make your wish, and you're gonna wish for, what was it, a million? No, five million dollars, and a new car, they're telling her what to wish for and everything.
0: Yeah, and it's like, oh, why not, why stop there? Why not say a hundred million? Like, why are you like, five million's fine.
1: Uh, they, they don't need anything too crazy. Once you hit the triple, the, tri- the triple millions, then you got people asking him for stuff all the time. I don't know. Yeah. But she makes a wish unknown to us. And then the fat Aussie monster has a Lovecraft creature break out of its stomach and start fucking melting faces.
0: Yeah, it reminds, the creature reminds me something from like Mad God.
1: Yeah, it's wild, whatever this thing is.
0: It, it, but then, yeah, yeah, everyone's face just starts melting, including her parents. And then it just does, like, an evil zoom in on her face,
1: and she's doing, like, an evil face.
0: It's like, what was that wish? Like, to kill everybody? Like, okay. Maybe she's
1: still got the five million in the car, too. I don't know.
0: Yeah, also, will you... Have you seen the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark?
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I really see. love that movie. But, yeah, that's the end of that segment. All of them died, hosts, everybody, the family.
0: That one had such a weird, like, you thought it was going to end, and then it went on longer than you thought it was going to. Then something batshit happened, and it ended where I was like, okay, what the fuck was that?
1: Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Let me get some more soldier stuff.
0: I love the soldier stuff, I don't know why. It's so stupid and dumb. But it's like a little like, play-out thing of like, Sir, I can't feel my legs! And they just cut the army man in half and like squirt a ketchup on him, but they're doing like a Saving Private Ryan moment.
1: I won't lie, by this point I don't want to see the soldiers anymore. <laughs> but we get to what is a super short and simple segment, like I don't even know how much I can say on it, but it's also... It's kind of like ratma, very enjoyable, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, it's a weird one. It's not too bad. Um this is Gawkers,
1: right? Yeah. Okay. So there there's group of teens like is just up to their mischief like they prank a delivery driver guy by putting his car in reverse while so he's unloading packages and just this time of year I'm thinking oh that poor dude. Oh
0: yeah. Yeah, they're doing <laughs> like dumb stuff like that. Um At one point, isn't one of them like flexing in the mirror for the camera? And he's like, the mom tries to come in. It's like, Mom, I'm studying. Okay, what do you want for lunch? He's like, Hot Pockets. Of course. Duh. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Like they're trying to secretly record upskirts of girls. They're creeping on another girl sunbathing in a pool.
0: Yeah, they um they cut, like, this giant hole in a bag, and they're like, no, it's just a candid camera, you can't tell. And they're like, yeah, they're walking up behind them, like, trying to get, like, super close with this giant bag, immediately get called out, where they're like, is that a fucking camera? <laughs> yeah, and but, once again, it's like a girl, like, in a pool reading a book, and they're like, oh shit, dude, look at her, oh fuck, oh, uh.
1: Yeah, the title's appropriate for it, but yeah. they're creeping on the hot neighbor girl, and they see that this dumb little brother they kicked out earlier, like, get out of here, man, that he's skating outside, like, on his rollerblades, and he talks to her, and like, wait, how does he know her? And she's asked the little brother to help her with her computer with something.
0: Yes, and this is 1999. She wants help setting up a webcam. Yes. Do you remember you know, trying to click on a picture?
1: Back then. Do you remember like the computers that did have microphones back there? It was an attachment, but it was like, it looked like the old school, um, crap. What's his name? Who's the prices, right? Uh, it looked like the old Bob Barker microphones (laughs) that would sit on a desk and come out. Like that's like what the webcam and microphones were like back then.
0: Oh, you could have the like best consumer grade computer ever. There's no way it's getting this kind of clear, it, without it buffering every two seconds like there's yeah. no this is the one that I'm most like no yeah even I, the VHS don't get me wrong. tape um with, during the uh cemetery scene when they drop the tape and it goes all night I was like well there were those super long tapes
1: you know what I didn't even think of that until now now I'm kind of mad
0: well no remember there'd be like eight hour tapes or whatever
1: yeah still unlikely
0: Yeah, but that's how I wrote that off. This one, I'm like, no, I remember trying to download a screensaver, and it'll be like, well, I'll wake up to this tomorrow.
1: Exactly. I remember downloading, like, music and just leaving for a few hours.
0: Brett, get off the phone. Your father's trying to call. Or get off the computer. Your father's going to call here soon.
1: (laughs) But the friends, when he goes to help with the computer, have him put in, like, oh, I don't know the technology enough, but basically a spy cam where they can see whatever's on the, the webcam.
0: Yeah, it's some kind of spyware they install. And, and once again, in like two seconds.
1: That would be fast even for today, how quick he gets it done. Oh, yeah. But they're all excited that night and they're watching it and they see her get naked and they're all going, oh, hell yeah, let's take it off. And then she starts like doing like the possessed spine cracking stuff and everything, like oh, what the hell?
0: They're still like, oh, she
1: must be a contortionist. That's kinky. <laughs> yeah. But then she takes off her hair and she's like a Medusa thing. Like she has snakes yeah. all over her head and everything. And then I don't know how this happens. Maybe they're screaming so loud, but she looks out her window over across the street and they're like, oh shit, she sees us. I don't know how, but she does
0: yeah, somehow she sees them uh, this whole time. they're staring out a window directly across from her house with their bedroom light on in middle of the night. Like they're wide open. Everyone can see you in this neighborhood and see what you're doing.
1: Yeah, but she looks out the window across the street. They call nine one one. I so hard at this point because oh they call Hello nine one one. There's a there's a woman girl with a bunch of snakes in her head. They're like how many snakes bit her? They think there's like a bunch of snakes that bit onto her head. <laughs> And then you hear, like, something thumping up top on the roof, and she breaks through the window, and everyone rightfully screams and runs out. This one poor dude just gets it right away. She just disembowels him right on the bed.
0: Oh, yeah. And they're, yeah, his intestines and everything go everywhere. They go running out of the room. They go running down the steps. And they still have the camera with them, of course.
1: No, yeah, we need that. And yeah. she's just mowing through and making her way down the steps, and the the boy who helped her earlier, he's turned to stone right then at the bottom. And then the camera guy is also stoned. Oh, I missed too. Cause right with there at the bottom of the steps, someone's like, was turned to stone up top and she must've broke his head off and thrown it down the stairs at him.
0: Yeah. Cause she throws it in front of them by the door and they're like, ah, also when they're turning to stone, they're like screaming in agony. It's like, it's the most horrific thing that could happen to you. It sounds like.
1: Well, I imagine it would be painful. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I mean, I would imagine, but you've never, like, anytime you've ever, like, at least for me, anytime you've heard about Medusa, it's, like, in a book or something. Yeah. I've never, I don't think I've ever really seen, like, a live-action Medusa, or, like, her turning someone to stone, so I was, like, that was cool. It's something that I hadn't thought about.
1: Slight spoilers for Wednesday. There's Medusa-esque creatures in that that I saw this just recently. Oh, okay. I'm only
0: one episode in on Wednesday. I'm not it's, loving it It's yet. not a
1: key plot point for you, so I didn't ruin anything. Don't worry.
0: Yeah, it's just, it's feeling way too much teen drama. So It's like the CW should be, like, putting this on, not Netflix.
1: I agree. I loved it. <laughs> uh, but hey, we'll get to Wednesday some other time, maybe. But, yeah, that's pretty much the end of that segment when they both turn to stone. Brent, I'm pleased to announce no soldier interlude to the oh, next man. one. man.
0: Okay, and this one, I love. This is the one that, remember when I told you about VHS-99? I was like, oh, when they go to hell, it's really awesome.
1: Yeah, this is the hell one. Uh, What's this called? To hell and back. Oh, makes perfect sense.
0: It's a long way back from hell.
1: So, basically, it's New Year's 99. You know, Y2K and all this stuff. I love, because this was the first year they could do this. (laughs) The lady with the 2000 glasses, which we're so used to now, because we've gone through it. Remember when it was 2000s? The first year we had all those zeros. Everyone was very excited to wear those things.
0: Oh, and now it's, like, last year for, like, 2022. They're still doing it. But it's like, you don't have the eye things anymore. You shouldn't be allowed to do that until it hits double zeros again sometime.
1: (laughs) But, so... This, I guess, Coven has hired a camera crew to document them summoning a demon at the new year, at the turn of the new millennium.
0: Well, it's so great, because they're, like, they have, like, 2,000 party hats on and, like, noisemakers. At first, like, the witches all seem real nice and accommodating. There's the one guy that's just helping. They, they're like, are you excited for the... Seance Tony He's like, "Whoa, well, I'm not technically a part of their group. I just help them." But yeah, I'm really excited. I'm really nervous. <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> and the one girl's like, "Have you? You're gonna be really excited to see it. You're in for a treat." Have you seen one before? A demon? She goes, "Yeah." She, was, I thought it could only happen like with these specific circumstances. He goes, "Well, the big ones, yeah." So like, they're all into it. They think it's complete bullshit. They're like, "Hey, this is a job. We're getting paid to film."
0: Yeah, they're like, "Whatever. It's an easy like two hundred dollars in my pocket or whatever."
1: Exactly. But then they interview this girl who's going to be the vessel for the... Dude, let me read my notes here for you real quick. Vessel for the Lord. And then I wrote Gogglebon. And then I scratched that out. I wrote Lucabon. And scratched that. And finally got Ukabon. (laughs) I couldn't tell what the fuck they were saying. I didn't have subtitles. I'm like, what? What?
0: I mean, it's so funny, too, how, like, they tell her how to introduce herself and, like, all these people. It's like, okay, now, you're gonna come in and say that you volunteer as being the vessel and you're super excited, okay? She's like, okay, action.
1: <laughs> well, also, I think they have this, in case there's any, like, mishaps, they have this girl's, like, confession. Yes, I'm doing this by my own free will.
0: They have consent forms that they're like, hold up the consent form by your face. <laughs>
1: yeah. But... It's time for the ritual. They have the vessel girl laid out on a table and they're standing around filming it. They're chanting all this, you know, you've seen rituals before people.
0: It's like 1145 and they have to do a few rituals up until the big one at midnight. to like help the door start to creak open. So they're doing like this, uh, they're chanting and stuff and they start doing the one chant over and over again. And the one guy pans this over to the corner with the camera and there's like this weird demon looking guy in the corner. It looks like Smeagol from, like, Lord of the Rings. <laughs> and they're like, Oh, did you see that? And I forget what they call him, but they're like, Oh, is that you? It's like they've, like, uh, had to deal with this one before. He's, like, a pest. Because they send him back to hell. But the two camera guys that are, like, the documentary people that were helping him got pulled into hell with the demon
1: guy. I know. So I have questions that I probably shouldn't even be asking. Are there bodies? Like, do they just fall over? Like...
0: No, I think they fully got... Like, their whole bodies and everything got pulled in. Okay. They're not just a soul in there or whatever. They're just... They're like, whole being is in there.
1: That was my question. And they're in hell. Straight up. They're like... In shock at first, you know, like you would be because I wouldn't consider that I was in hell until they see all these demon things like with the wings and like making scary sounds chasing them and everything and they hide and they're like, what the hell was that?
0: It's pitch black other than for the red lightning.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Then they look over and see this weird girl who it's like, oh. you're in the feeding grounds. I am Mabel the Skullbiter.
0: <laughs> I love Mabel so much. She's my favorite thing in this entire, like, s- entire movie. I love Mabel the Skullbiter.
1: She's like, what great crimes did you commit to come here? Like, we didn't do anything. We're innocent. And she laughs because she's probably heard this for a thousand years. Like, ah, aren't we all or something like that?
0: <laughs> ah, yes, we're all innocent.
1: <laughs> but then... She agrees that they explain what's going on. They're like they were summoning a demon. They're like his name was like Qui Gon or Pokemon or something like that. <laughs> she recognizes who they're talking about.
0: I love too because this is ninety nine with the Qui Gon reference is
1: perfect. Oh, dude, both of those ninety nine was peak like Pokemon like coming onto the scene and episode one just released is perfect. Episode one is
0: more embarrassing than my son.
1: You know that that's not true in the slightest.
0: That's for you, Brandon.
1: (laughs) But she's going to help him, and they think if they grab the demon right before he's summoned to Earth, it'll take them back with it.
0: Yes, I I will help you if you will write my name in the Great Book of the Witches.
1: Yeah, sure. We'll get there. But... They're they're on their way, and they keep losing Mabel for some reason. <laughs> and, like, they lose her at one point, and there's a faceless guy, and the one dude, like, accidentally puts his hand into a mini bear trap after avoiding a big one.
0: But I love the faceless guy It's almost, like, reaching out for help, and they scream and run away from him. They round the corner, and they almost step into what looks like a Looney Tunes, like, giant bear trap. It's like, Holy shit, dude! We almost stepped in that motherfucker thing! And then he puts his hand down, and it's like, a tiny little Looney Tunes mousetrap on his hand.
1: He's like, Ah! (laughs) Well, let's rewind what you said. Wouldn't you run from the faceless man even if he just looked like he was reaching? I would be booking it like I'm Usain Bolt out of there, dude.
0: Oh, of course. But I feel like from the faceless man's point of view, he's like, Help me. And they run away from him.
1: (laughs) I don't care. I do the exact same thing. (laughs) But... Then, like, there's this big booming voice that says, like, Mabel return at once. Is Did I hear that right? I believe so, because she, like, leaves for a minute. Yeah, so she's left her post, I guess, whatever she does in the feeding grounds. did I forget
0: where it was, but they do, like, there's a lightning crack, and you just see Satan.
1: Yeah, it's pretty cool looking. I think it's Satan. It looks wild. Well, it's and...
0: a giant demon. It looks like from, like, This is the End.
1: <laughs> yeah. And then they're on their own for a minute, and there's a caterpillar woman,
0: <laughs> oh, I love her. She just like comes scurrying out of like this cave. It's like almost she's like mimicking mabel's voice it's It seems like yeah, because they're running up, they're like, Mabel, yeah, then this weird caterpillar woman starts chasing her, chasing those two, and they find Mabel again. It's like there's some weird creature, and they're like, "Ah, yes, you met her."
1: And she throws some food back for her or something, like a person's limb or something that she ripped off of a spit. Yeah. And then they get to where they need to go and they have to crawl through the nasty tunnel, which is just, like, slime and, I imagine, shit and, like, covered in spider webs. Like, you know when you see floods that run through cities and stuff and, like, all the spiders have moved up and, like, completely webbed everything? It looks like that. There was
0: another bug in there. Did you catch it?
1: I didn't see another bug.
0: Superworms!
1: Oh, were they? I didn't even notice it.
0: Yes! Phyllis was so happy!
1: They they go through there, and they see the demon. They're like, we have 58 seconds left. And this demon's weird looking, but it also has, like, guards around it? What are you guarding yourself from in hell when you're a demon?
0: Yeah, it has, like... It's almost like the, um... Or what are they? The red guards that guard the Emperor, even though the Emperor is all-powerful?
1: Yeah, exactly. Something like that. But they make it through, and... Like I said 58 seconds left and they start fighting through the guards and there's some brief character bullshit in here which we don't need in this short of a story but it's like the one like you're always looking out for yourself and the guard has the guy who said that pinned down and the guy who was apparently always looking out for himself does stop to help his friend so I guess he's not always looking out for himself.
0: Because the one guy has a giant demon pitchfork, and when they were making their ways through the way through the caves, there's a tiny little demon asleep with his tiny little pitchfork, and the other guy goes back, he's like yoink, and takes that, so he's fighting off with the tiny pitchfork.
1: <laughs> and then Mabel jumps down off the ledge behind him, and then this monster demon just jumps onto her and spikes her and kill. I guess can you die in hell?
0: Well, it, it, I would say starts torturing her even more. Because oh, at first, the two guys are like, come with us, Mabel. That's not a horrible idea whatsoever. <laughs> bring the demon witch back from hell with you. That's covered in
1: sores. Let's bring Mabel the Skullbiter back to Earth.
0: Yeah, maybe. It's great that she helped you. But write her name in the books like she asked. Just do that part.
1: But they make it to the demon right on time. They grab him, the big vroom, and they're back on Earth. Everything's going to be <laughs> fine, right?
0: Oh, it's so great because the one guy appears with the camera and you see his face. It's like, whoa, like, we're back, man. And the woman leans up off the table, but with the guy's voice going, wow, that was insane. I can't believe we made it. Why am I tied down? And then all the witches and cult people start being like, ah, what happened? How could this happen? And they kill the lady that with the guy in her. And then... Uh, oh yeah, the, um, helper guy kills the other guy with the camcorder with, like, a sickle.
1: <laughs> yeah, I didn't know if it was a shovel where he attacks him, but before he dies, he crawls over and opens the witch's book, and in his own blood writes Mabel in it. Yes, which
0: he promised to write her name in the books.
1: Yep, he lived up to his promise. And then Brett, Ugh. Boo! Danzig kicks on for the best credits I've seen in a while.
0: Do you want to take a life? Do you want to close a line?
1: <laughs> yeah. And that's VHS 99. It's a fun time.
0: There's no like ends. Uh, cause I watched all of the credits cause if it was dancing. I had to listen to the whole song. I turned my TV up way loud at the very end. They, you hear the cult people chanting for Mabel.
1: Oh really? That's cool. I didn't, yeah. I didn't watch it to the end. That's awesome.
0: There's no video or anything, just a little bit of audio. I was like, oh, that's cool. Maybe Mabel will come back. I love her.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, VHS99, like we do with most anthologies. Uh, I'm curious, your favorite and least favorite.
0: All right, my favorite is, of course, To Helen Back. It's the one that, when I was describing this movie, I immediately went to being like, I love this so much. My least favorite is The Gawkers, I would say. Okay. Um, it's, I mean, I get what it's doing, but it's like creepy, pervy. It also is just kind of like, feels like every anthology seems like there's that extra one in there that they shoved in for the runtime. It seemed like it, that one was that one.
1: Mine, I think they're all good to be honest. I don't think there's actually oh, yeah, it's a bad, bad one. Like, but if we're doing favorite and least favorite, my favorite is Shredding, the opening oh, okay. one, the band one. And my least might be Ozzy's Dungeon.
0: Really? Okay.
1: I think it just went too long. Like, and yeah. I got what they were doing, but for an anthology, you want those quick bursts. You know what I mean? Like that one felt like a drug a little bit.
0: And Ozzy's dungeon was the one that you heard most about, like people talking about online when this first came out.
1: Yeah, I might get a little bit of hate for that. And I, like I said, I think they're all good. I don't think yeah. there's really a bad segment in it, but that's probably my bottom.
0: Ozzy's dungeon is weird, but I just love the mom so much.
1: Yeah. All right, you want to get Count of the
0: Dead? Yes, let's get into the Count of the Dead. Ah, ah, ah.
1: All right, Thriving Horror Count of the Dead where we tally up all the deaths in the movie. This is a big one. Where do you think we yeah. got with VHS 99?
0: Oh, fuck. I have no idea. I'm going to say 28. first number came to my mind.
1: You know, for a big one, that's pretty close. It was 24. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, that's not bad, though, for a big one and just, like, a yeah. shot in the dark. That's pretty good.
0: And I did the thing, usually I'll say like 28, but then I'll say like 27 and 28 was the real number. I'm going to start yeah. doing that. I'm not listening to my second brain, first one. Yes. <laughs> well, it's Greg's Count of the Dead. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. Now we're getting into my ratings from Dimension Z. <laughs> uh, so basically I'll take something from the movie and I'll write the movie 1 through 10, 1 being the worst and 10 being the best. I come up with that thing right now. Okay, I have one and it does fit.
1: Okay.
0: Eras of Eras of the Misfits. Okay. Because of Danzig and there was the punk like uh, zombie band at the beginning that you know that's what Danzig wants to be.
1: Dude, I have their logo tattooed on my arm. I'm not going to complain about this. You don't have to defend it.
0: Okay, I'm just saying that's why I picked Danzig. He it, that's why I picked the Misfits cuz Danzig's all throughout this movie and that first segment reminds me so much of the goddamn Misfits. Okay. So the worst era of the Misfits, the number <laughs> one era, is the Graves era. Fuck that motherfucker. Agreed. And the best is Danzig, of course. Agreed. I'm going to give VHS 99 a nice solid 7 out of 10, which is pretty great for an anthology. Because I love anthologies, but they, there's always a story that drags it down a little bit. But there's also ones that will like way prop it up. So, I think Seven is a really good one for it. This is a really good anthology movie. And found footage, which I'm even more critical on.
1: I enjoyed it a lot. I'm pretty close to you. I Like I said, I don't think there's any bad in it. I don't think there's like a super standout wow one in this one either, though. But I gave it a, a nice 6 out of 10 errors of the Misfits. Okay, nice. So this is like Jerry-only Misfits. Yeah, I liked Jerry only Misfits. I saw him a lot of times actually. Yeah. That's why I loved about him. They made it accessible where I could go see him a lot. So yeah, like six out of ten errors.
0: There's better, there's worse. You're exactly. not seeing
1: Doyle's uh whatever, uh <laughs> Dude, I opened does. for Doyle's whatever. which is cool. Yeah, dude, no, I won't lie, I dug it. I'm like, this is wild. Holy shit. If I oh, could joke, know, tell thirteen year old me that I'm gonna do this, wow. No, it's worse is um
0: Michael Graves is solo now and well I don't think he's really allowed to play anywhere anymore but um which is funny but his one guitarist also had a solo thing going on away from the Michael Graves band
1: (laughs) oh dude there's a Misfits Iceberg which we won't even get into right now but it's wild oh I saw I saw that TikTok I loved it (laughs) oh yeah yeah but that's VHS 99 I thought it was a fun time
0: yeah, I had a great time with it. I'm glad I got to watch it again. This will be one I rewatch again probably at some point.
1: I probably will, not for a while because I've watched it twice yeah. now and it's not a movie that to be honest I would have watched again this quick. But so right. I'll probably give it a good bit of time. We'll probably come back to it whenever they release VHS 2003 or whatever they do next.
0: Yeah, just please keep the VHS tapes part of it because I love seeing all like the weird like VCR static and the trackings off and like the weird like oh this part got rewatched too many times so it's worn out I love seeing all the old televisions don't go digital yeah but yeah unless you have anything else
1: no I think that's all I got on it
0: alright well we hope that VHS 99 has left your brain throbbing with horror
1: do you like throbbing with horror? their early shows
0: were a little too avant-garde for me but I hear if you follow them on the social media they do terrific work You should probably rate them five stars wherever you're listening to them. It makes our show a cut above the rest. Make sure you tune in next week. Wouldn't want to miss another episode, right? (laughs) Hey, Paul!